Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchful News. It's Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, today is the day, the latest on Kevin McCarthy's bid to become Speaker. Number two, the top prospects for Speaker if McCarthy can't close the deal. And number three, a historic day in the Senate. Mitch McConnell becomes the longest serving member of the chamber ever. All right, Jake, let's get to it. The top story of the month, the day, the week, Kevin McCarthy and his continued bid to become speaker and so far uh, inability to kind of close the gap and and get this this speaker bid to, to be a done deal. Yeah, um, the biggest day in Kevin McCarthy's 16-year career um, in the House of Representatives, and actually I would say uh, probably his biggest career. I mean, McCarthy was elected to the legislature in California um, back in uh, 2002, so this has been going on for for 20 years. Um, um, This is the biggest day of his career, period. Uh, Hard stop. Now... Where do we even start? Um, (laughs) McCarthy and his, there's two things going on, which I think are interesting at the same time. Um, Number one, there is the, um, there is the optimism from McCarthy's team. I mean, uh, and his, uh, let's call it the on the record optimism. Tom Emmer, who's going to be a majority whip, said there will be 218 votes. Kevin McCarthy will be speaker. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not convinced of that. I, I'm not, you'd have you anybody who tells you that they know what's happening is is lying to you. Um, but I'll get, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, one McCarthy ally said this to us: For every one of them, there's 15 of us. Kevin is going nowhere. It's going to turn into shirts and skins. So what the McCarthy people are saying publicly is that they are going to take this to its logical conclusion or illogical conclusion, but logical conclusion because 90-something percent of the House Republican Conference is voting for McCarthy. Now, that's an interesting statistic, but he needs 218 votes or the majority of those president voting. Um, Now, uh, Brez and I spent the day yesterday in the Capitol and talking to people on the phone, um, uh, McCarthy allies, lawmakers, aides, uh, uh, downtown allies, who are very skeptical that he will make it. Very skeptical. Um, one close ally said he pegs it at about 5%. Um, and are wondering how long he should and could and will remain on the floor. Um so, again, the things that w- that worries me if I'm a McCarthy ally. Now, it doesn't worry me me personally. I don't. <laughs> I have enough to be worried about. I, we could do a podcast on my concerns if you'd like, Anna, about life. Wow, just, I mean, I that would, we, we might be here all day. It wouldn't be just a ten minute <laughs> segment here. We could just we could we could turn this into a therapy session. I mean, maybe I'll do an interview like Prince Harry about my oh, concerns. Oh goodness! And, oh goodness! <laughs> Let's get back on track. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, this is power, people, and politics. No. Um, So um, but my concern would be I've given up the store if I'm Kevin McCarthy. I have. I've given up everything. The motion to vacate is at five. He could go to one today. Um, 
that's the 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 provision that will that allows McCarthy that allows any Republican to bring up a a, um, uh, a vote of no confidence against the speaker. He's given up everything. There's nothing left on the table for McCarthy to give up. And as he's given those up, basically, um, no one has moved closer to him. I mean, uh, no one has said, OK, good enough. Let me yeah. let me vote for you now. Can, so can I make a couple points, though, because yeah, I think please, it's important. Please. I feel like, so yes, I, to the point of one, McCarthy allies, unsurprisingly, at least publicly, are saying he's going to be the speaker. If they aren't saying that, he's got bigger problems than anybody knows. I, I think the other thing that I, I do think, to your point, is, and you spent a bunch of time with him before the election. You've been covering this more closely than than probably anybody. But he has, to your point, made more concessions, things he said were red lines that were he was not going to do, that he never wanted to do. He has basically caved on everything. And I think the, the complaint that you often have heard over the past decade or so about conservatives, and it was maybe a different group of conservatives at that point, but they, they kind of continue to hold this Freedom Caucus mantle, is that they are always moving the goalpost. They're never going to be happy with anything. And this, at some point right? It's just becomes a never McCarthy. It actually has nothing to do with the substance. Yeah, I actually think it even right. I think that's right. I think that's exactly right. Like right now, it has nothing to do with the substance. There are, and that's what's concerning, right? Because there are a lot of people who just don't want McCarthy to be speaker. And McCarthy can't turn himself into somebody else. He could give away the store. He could, he could be um, as, he could uh, be as conservative or as as you know whatever he could. He has a lot of of cards he could play, and he's played a lot of cards. But that all said, <laughs> he can't be somebody else. He is McCarthy at the end of the day. Um, he is doing something, think- Jake. He's doing something that Pelosi would, Nancy Pelosi would never do. Never. She always said, "You don't go to the floor without the votes." Well, and also Pelosi would never neg- would never ever give any of these things up without a guarantee that people would vote for her at the on the other side she never would do that she he's basically been negotiating against himself and and that's and that's kind of the dangerous part i mean there's a lot of people who now i mean there's a lot of not monday morning quarterbacking but a lot of second guessing in the house republican conference about how mccarthy's handled this and again he could become speaker I don't know. I don't know if he'll become speaker. I mean, I don't know what the attendance will be like. I mean, we'll see at the quorum call, which I think is at, at um, I think it's midday today. Um, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, I just think that it's going to be, um, it's just something that has never, Pelosi would never do this. And, and I think that's that's kind of, that's where this has been dangerous for McCarthy. Like he's given it all up without anything in return. And I'm not sure there was another way. I'm not I'm not trying to say there was another way for McCarthy to do this. He's got a couple smart people who are handling this for him on his on his on his side. He has the leadership kind of um behind him for the most part. Um uh and you know, I, I want everyone to keep this in mind because this is going to be wall-to-wall coverage today. Um we're going to have a lot of coverage uh the networks MSNBC, CNN, Fox, all these people are going to be all over this, but everybody should keep this in mind. Today will be historic no matter what. This is likely to go to a second ballot. This is the first time in like in more than 100 years that it's gone to a second ballot. Like 
that in and of itself is nuts. And you know, also, and also just to your point, and then we'll move on to the next thing. But I, I do think to your point, it's historic. 1923, I believe, was the last time there was multiple ballots. But the bigger thing is just how weak these Republicans are going into the majority, whether or not McCarthy ultimately is successful in his quest. Right. They are not on. They are not unified. They are not working towards this idea that like they're taking back a Washington and making it a divided Washington coming in, you know, rallying around their leadership. I mean, it feels like it is in disarray in a way that is not uh, does not bode well for the success of how Republicans are going to deal with complicated issues, you know, funding the government, raising the debt limit. I mean, all of these other things that come along with this, I mean, whether it's McCarthy or not, they are coming into this in kind of a real, it'll be interesting to see how they can either coalesce or do they continue to be really divided uh, and, and and have a hard time leading on anything, even just the basic fundamentals of, of governing. Let's move on to the number two story of the morning, which is, if not McCarthy, then who? Um, I think we can move through this pretty quickly. I'll just say, obviously, you know, Steve Scalise, the number two uh, House Republican who has supported and continues to support Kevin McCarthy, clearly would be, you know, probably the, I think, one of the top favorites if McCarthy is unable to close the deal. However, a lot of people that have problems with McCarthy would probably say they have the same kind of problems with Scalise, that he's part of this current leadership dynamic. But there's a handful of others that we mentioned in the newsletter this morning, including Patrick McHenry, Jim Jordan. Uh, uh, and some other kind of lesser options, you know, whether that's a caretaker speaker or or this idea that, you know, all of a sudden you could have Republicans and Democrats come together. I feel that feels like a little bit of a West Wing moment and less of a reality moment. Yeah, I, I, I think um, the, all eyes are on Scalise. The big problem with Scalise is that Don Bacon, who represents a group of moderates, um, uh, across the party uh, is saying he's not interested in Scalise. He says he loves Scalise. He said Scalise is a good friend of mine. I said to him, he might not be a good friend of yours <laughs> after you after he reads this, my man, because uh, I don't. If you're you're going to run somebody against him if he if Kevin falls, um, and <laughs> and he kind of laughed and said he was going to eat his chicken sandwich, which I love chicken sandwiches. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a great, you know, uh, it's a great chicken sandwiches are a great snack, but. Uh, and it was a spicy chicken sandwich, he said, but wow. he also added no bacon. No, I mean, so oh um, listen, I think that I think that that is a problem. Now, bacon has this fanciful idea that it will be someone from outside of Congress. Possible, yes, but probably not. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, uh, that is where we are. I think Scalise is most likely, I think. You know, Jordan is Jim Jordan is pretty unlikely. Patrick McHenry, if called, I think would have to do it. Um, who the hell knows? All right, let's move to the number three story of the morning uh, and an important one. One Republican leader is celebrating today. It's not Kevin McCarthy yet, but Mitch McConnell will officially break the late Senator Mike Mansfield, the Democrat from Montana's record as the longest serving Senate leader. Uh, McConnell, who has led Senate Republicans since 2007, is scheduled to give a lengthy speech on the Senate floor this afternoon where he's going to be paying tribute to Mansfield. This has been uh, something that McConnell has had his eyes on for quite a while, Jake. Yeah, um, at least one um, Republican's going to have a good day. <laughs> Mitch McConnell will basically get all, of, you know, get break the record today and then be 
you know, out. <laughs> the Senate goes out for like two weeks until after Martin Luther King Day. Um, and uh, uh so yeah, I mean, this is something that 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 McConnell has been looking at for a lo- that has been he's been thinking about for a long time. Um, he comfortably won the uh, majority the minority leader role once again, although probably less comfortably than he would like. Uh, and he enters this. I mean, he's doing an event in Kentucky tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow with President Joe Biden. <laughs> um, Wild which is times. Kind of, uh, just, I mean, Lord have mercy. What an interesting business we're in. All right. Just want to say thanks so much for listening. Today is Punchbowl News' second birthday, Jake. We want to thank all of you for listening, being part of our community, supporting our mission, which is to provide in-depth, second-to-none reporting about power, people, and politics in Washington. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this ride. Leave us a rating and review. It's the best way for folks to find out about the Daily Punch. And you can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.